Hi everybody, welcome back to Tabletop Escapades. We are at a climactic moment in oh. this storyline with these characters. Um, last time, uh, they climbed some stairs and th the whole point is that they are now in front of Tataka. Um, and the thing that they need to know and you need to know about Tataka is he is essentially the size of a mountain sitting on a very large stone throne. Um, and there is a red, blood red carpet in front of him, rolled out, and there are, um, <clears throat> it might have been a different number last time, but we're going to make it this, this time. There are six death knights there, three on each side of the carpet. Size of a mountain's real tall. Well, how's, what's, what's his actual height? He's the size of a mountain. Mo mountains range, man. 10,000 feet. He is, he is astronomically tall. He, it's not like... I'm using that as like a, oh, like big mountain-like, like you would yeah. describe like a, a big burly man. Yeah. He is literally the size of a mountain. The Matterhorn. He's We're huge. shorter than his toe. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That is correct. All but right. he's probably some kind of projection or something. Like Snoke. Yeah. <laughs> he is he's very, yeah. Okay. That is, it is a, the mountain description is accurate. Compensating for something. This is a Snoke trick. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> well, he's still kind of tall, though. Um, <laughs> I thought Last Jedi was all right. If you guys remember at the end of last time, the, the really the purpose of the stairs was to let you know that there was kind of this, this force coming from the doors. Force, he said it. And uh, <laughs> you guys were feeling that force. And uh, when you opened the door... I, it was obvious that it was coming from Tataka. And the way that that is manifest is you are not able to move, mm. uh, except for Birdkoff, who is allowed to move freely just fine. He has mm -hmm. full range of movement, can talk, can act. Uh, and Birdkoff, before you say anything and before you do anything, uh, a character you have not seen in some time mm -hmm. slowly walks around the throne. Okay. And he has his arms crossed behind his back, and he's got a big, slimy smile on his face. Okay. It's Potbelly. It's Palvin. It's Ramos. It's Ramos. Oh. I mean, obviously. Potbelly is not evil, uh, <laughs> despite wild theories to the contrary. <laughs> the Sweets guy, though. Tell us the truth. <laughs> the Sweets guy was also just a good guy. He, he didn't look very good, but that doesn't mean you're a bad person. Um... Anyway, uh, Ramos pops out from behind the throne, and uh, he just kind of goes between the ginormous feet of Tataka, uh, and he keeps his hands crossed behind his back. Um, and Tataka just says one word. Uh, it's hard with his booming voice to tell who he's addressing specifically, but the sound of his voice is so loud and thunderous that you feel the wind mm -hmm. just kind of push against you like a blast. Mm -hmm. Hello. Oh, uh, hi. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I've been watching you for a long time, Birdcough. Really? It seems you've touched many hearts with your... Musical ability. Yeah, I'm great. You certainly perceive yourself to be great, and that confidence gives others strength. Yeah, that's right. You should be <laughs> commended for that. Oh, thanks. I also have to thank you, and I'm going to thank all of 
your party individually, but... Okay. This power that I have, this gift... Uh-huh. It's because of you. Uh-huh. And because of that, because I feel some form of debt... Mm-hmm. As I go and I change things to how I see fit... Mm-hmm. I want to give you the secret oh. <laughs> that is most precious in your heart. The thing you want more than anything else in the Wait. world. How do you know? <laughs> Petkoff! How could you betray us? Shut up. How could you betray Shut us? Up. Shut up. I want to hear it. Uh, Tataka lifts the index finger on his uh, right paw, mm-hmm. just lifts it up, and you feel like there's webbing on your mouth. Oh. Uh, not you, Birdcough. Oh. Uh, oh. Villian, sure. uh, Pomper, and Therese. I'll get to you in just a second. And what about false move? Uh, false move does not get webbing on it. You confirmed it. Okay, all right. No. I, uh, sorry. <laughs> Got him! They, they did get me. When I say false move, it doesn't mean that move is false. We'll get into that. It's not... Was it... I will be honest with you. If they, if they get it... No. That, no. Not false move. The move that they are traveling with... <laughs> Anyway, Moof Love the Moof you've got, you know? Yeah. (laughs) That's when I, the first thing I wrote down for this story was that line. (laughs) Everything has figured it out. (laughs) We figured it out. (laughs) Um, No, Moof does not have have webbing or what feels like webbing on his mouth. Anyway, um, and you don't either, Burkhoff. He Mm -hmm. says, you've made what what you desire very obvious, more obvious than... Your companions. Mm-hmm. Would you like to see a taste of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, bird cough. Everything in the room starts to fade. Oh. And your companions see that you are starting to look like one of the specters, one of the visions uh, that they saw in the room prior to this one. It's almost like we're phasing out of this existence. Okay. (laughs) And uh, the scene kind of is like like a wave coming over your surroundings. Like it just kind of washes in. And what hits you, the first thing that hits you, is the smell. (laughs) You smell (laughs) just sense of sweets, of alcohol fire burning mm-hmm. and you see that you're in a giant tent <laughs> the largest tent that you've ever seen and in all directions there are people sitting in the stands hundreds upon hundreds of them walking past you are giant magnificent creatures that you've never seen before Whoa. there are some strange acrobatic figures flipping around above you and you notice that around your feet there are all of these different wondrous instruments some of them you've seen before some of them you haven't and the entire crowd is cheering your name bird cough bird cough 
bird, cough, <laughs> bird, cough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes! Yes! <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> uh, so a, a, a heckler who is clearly drunk speaks up and shouts, You're the only one that makes good music, Birdcock! Thank you. Thank you. I know. Play us another one! All right, all right. Thank all right, you, I know. All right, all right. You notice there's a grand band that's waiting for you to cue them off. Okay. Uh, I pick up some goofy instrument I've never seen before. Nice. What is the instrument? <laughs> it is a horned instrument that just loops like ten times, and it's very long. Pretty much. Beautiful, beautiful. Uh, can I have you make a performance check? Okay. <laughs> um, you have advantage on this performance check. Nice. For a very specific reason. Do, 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 do. What is your performance bonus? Plus 13. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 19. Roll again, you might get a 20. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No 20. Okay. So, 19 plus 13? <laughs> 32. <clears throat> um, the cries of joy become so loud mm-hmm. that they start hurting your ears. <clears throat> and you notice that men, women, and children alike in the audience are so taken by your performance that some of them start fainting in the stands. I'm so happy. I start weeping, like, real slowly. It's like a tear coming down. Like, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you notice that others are crying as well, yeah. particularly children. Yes. And in the middle of the song... Mm-hmm. The scene starts washing away again. And you start... No! Returning... No, take me back! To the place of the Death Knights, your frozen comrades, Moof, Tataka, and Ramos. Wait, take me back! It seems like you enjoyed that bird cough. Yeah, that's my dream. I have a proposal for you, if you're interested. Yes. Because of your comrades' adventures, particularly those two, and he's pointing at Pumper and Therese, Mm -hmm. I now have this power that is beyond imagination. Oh, so they helped you? They accidentally helped me, yes. Nice job, guys. Can I rip off my, my webbing? Uh, you notice that the webbing goes away. When Birdcough comes back, you can talk again. Therese and Pampa, how could you? It wasn't how intentional. How could you betray us? It wasn't intentional. We killed a different god and he took the power. What have you done? Wait, killed god. <laughs> killed a god? We told you this. We destroyed an entire realm. How could you? We thought we were doing the right thing. We'll make it right. Birdcough. <laughs> yeah. I know what you care about is to get back to that adoring audience. Uh-huh. So, if the others are curious, I can explain it in more detail, but it turns out that what they killed cannot truly be destroyed. And so, I just happened to be at a place that could meet that power. 
I absorbed it, amplified it, turned it into mm-hmm. my own. Mm-hmm. And right now, I can put you in that reality with those people. They will love you for the rest of your life. The only condition is that you will lose all of your memories of your friends, of Potbelly, of those who have died, of the Academy. You will be the bird cough of that reality, and the bird cough here will be gone forever. Um, so can I uh, make new friends then in this other reality? <laughs> Not only new friends, but Probably the best friends you've uh, ever had. I guess this reality's kind of bad. <laughs> <sighs> what do you think, Pomper? <laughs> Don't believe their lies. <laughs> uh, uh, Whatever they showed you, we can make it a reality together. Uh, uh, I don't know. You guys just kind of cause trouble. Do you see the creature... A top pomper. Huh? Isn't it on... Are you talking about Move? Yeah. Didn't Move get on I think my he, back? Oh, Villian, I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. I just oh. assumed it was pomper. Yep. It's totally on me. It's on Villian. <laughs> it's a good assumption. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That is on me. Uh, I meant on Villian. <laughs> um, that creature that you see before him, uh-huh. Move. Uh-huh. He is exactly who he wants to be now given all of the confidence and strength Mm -hmm. he didn't have before. Mm -hmm. Oh. He is as real as you are, no? He's not real. He's missing Uh, the mem- He's basically uh, a different guy. (laughs) He's basically a different guy, Birdcough. He's he's been telling you of past adventures. He forgets things. It it is a well, it is a process. Well, how do you His know? memories will continue before. to fade. I, I witnessed the visions of the way he speaks and the way he betrayed Yogala. When when we were back in that room, I saw spirits. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> you said the, those spirits are bad. Uh, <laughs> I want it. I want to go. You don't want this. I want the circus. Casimir, now! Now, Casimir! Now! (laughs) (laughs) Now! (laughs) Ah, you're referring to one of my most faithful partners. No, he's on our side. Casimir! (laughs) (laughs) Do you you want to see where Casimir is right now? Yes, yes. He's worked so hard to make this happen. And uh, he, in front of you, Tataka makes a circle. It fades into your vision. And it's like you're staring into a portal into another realm. And you see Casimir and Lillian laughing and drinking wine, embracing each other as they sit in their manner amidst a glowing and prosperous Albedine. He does look a lot like me. <laughs> hey. he, he, now that you're actually seeing him yeah. in person, yeah. he is basically you. This is not an <laughs> artist's rendition. Yeah. Uh, and you also think more highly of your own appearance. 
Yeah. You're like, wow, Lillian looks pretty good. Yeah. Well, we don't have a lot of mirrors, you know? Yeah. Charisma uh, bonus. They, Paul, or, Paul Bird Therese came from a different reality, right? They're not from here. Unfortunately, their reality is gone. Oh, so if I go to this reality, it'll just be like them when they came to our reality. Yes, but you won't have the trauma that you carry now. Oh, well, good. I don't want that. <laughs> Unless it gets crossed. Part wait, of the reason wait, what? Moof is having these memories is he has to reconcile with your questions and people who have knowledge uh, of his past life. Uh, Where you are going, there will be no such questions. Only reverie. All my life, I've been held back by others. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time. Time for me to be star. Take me back. Deal done. <laughs> As you wish. Oh. He's oh. right. All his life he's been held back by others. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this is exactly what Birdcop would do. Yeah. To please, please take a moment to say goodbye to your friends. Uh, bye. Bye, Pomper. Bye, Villian. Don't go. Birdcop, you will regret this. Why? You'll lose yourself. No, I won't. You so, will. So as... as uh, Birdcough is fading. Oh. It's like the end. Well, okay, spoilers. What's a less contemporary reference? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like when Yoda dies. Sure. It's like when Yoda dies. Um, spoilers. 1980 spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I go to reach for him. Oh, no, I'm still trapped. I forgot. I can't move. Um, I struggle against it. Actually, actually, because... because he meant what he said. He does want you to say goodbye. He does allow you to move. Okay, I'll try to, to I'll move. Try, I'll t- Sorry, I'll try to grab him. I'll try to grab Birdcough. You pass through him. <laughs> Birdcough. Goodbye, Villian. <laughs> Birdcough will find you. Okay. No, he won't. You'll see me then as a star <laughs> that I was always meant to be. Thank you, Pomper. Goodbye, Therese. And Birdcough, you can't have a circus handed to you. You must earn a circus. I just did. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I take a bow. Right <laughs> <from the theater. laughs> and Birdcough fades from this reality. Dream achieved. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Victory achieved. Took the blue pill, baby. Success. <laughs> <clears throat> Took the blue pill. All right. I have repaid one of you. There are three more to go. Therese, you are next. (laughs) I must admit, you are the most complicated and conflicted of your companions. So I will show you multiple things that you could have. Multiple With Birdcough, it was a little bit more straightforward. Very straightforward. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, assuming there's no protest or any actions of any sort, uh, the same thing that happened to Birdcough also happens to Therese. And a different reality washes over the room. 
And what do we see when this happens? So you see, uh, like I described with Birdcough, um, you remember the, the, the kind of spectral visions that you Got saw? Yeah. So basically, like, the color drains out of them, and you yeah. just see, like... And they oh, don't wh- see whatever I'm seeing. They do not see what you're seeing, no. Um, th- they can, like, hear your reactions and see your emotions, and so they can kind of intuit what you're seeing. Um, they could see Birdcough, like, mimicking, blowing into a horn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think you can kind of pick up some of what's going on, yeah, but no, yeah, they don't yeah. get the full visual effect. Um, While this is going down, I'm looking for an escape route. Just okay. Standing around. Ooh. Planning. So this room is very weird. It's just kind of white stone that goes on forever. However, the clearest exit, the door has not been blocked. There are no death knights in front of it. It isn't locked. It hasn't disappeared. The door is directly behind you. Just a long stairwell. A long well. The way down's gonna be easy. Yeah. Jump. Yeah. (laughs) Sick. Surf down it, do you on your shoes? All right. Anyway, (laughs) Cerise, what you see. Um so it smells like spring to you. Um, it's like it's like a rain just fell, and you are in a lush, grassy field. And the only thing that you can see besides the clear blue sky is a single mighty tree. And you have this sensation of floating, like you don't actually walk to the tree, but it gets closer and closer and closer. Um, and you notice that there are many elves there, um, and they all look pretty young. And, uh, as they're, some of them are reading books, others are just running around playing tag around the tree. <laughs> We've seen almost no elves on this journey, right? That's correct. Okay. Yeah, like none, right? Uh, not, yeah. None on this, on yeah. Bulwark, basically, yeah. where you've been. Yeah, so... Not where you've been. <clears throat> and uh, as you get closer, they all kind of stop whatever it is they're doing, and their eyes light up, and they just get the biggest smile on their face. Um, and the youngest uh, kid elves, they they run up to you, and they just start tugging at your legs, and they're like, Therese, Therese, we're so glad you're back. <laughs> where, where did you go adventuring today? Uh... I just look down at them, and I don't say anything. Okay. Why are you so quiet today, Therese? Normally you're just excited to see us, as excited as we are to see you. Uh, Therese <laughs> is feeling very emotionally conflicted, but her her overarching uh, emotional response to things like this is an extreme distrust. Mm. Um, so she just kind of like, I look up to where Tataka would have been, like yeah. would be if I were still in the room, and I just say, "What's next?" Okay. <laughs> and so the scene fades, and another scene appears. This one is the exact opposite of what you just saw. And so, in a similar setup to Tataka, uh, you are in what is clearly a castle, and behind you are absolutely giant windows that stretch out over a vast land that looks very prosperous. Plenty of water, uh, plenty of lush forest, and you are in a very dark and dim throne room, 
and sitting above some stone stairs, you are in a throne. And in front of you, all of these knights are kneeling out of respect for you. Uh, and it seems as though you have absolute power in this situation. Uh, Therese just goes, <laughs> next. Okay. So the scene fades. And the final thing is the most curious of all. You don't see any scenes. There are no other people, no children, joyous at your return, no knights paying you respect. But you feel on the inside a peace that you have not felt in some time. Mm. There is no anger, no hate, no self-loathing or doubt. You just feel happy. And then a few moments pass and the feeling fades and you return to normal. Back to the room? You, were, you stay in the room. All that changes is on the inside. Ah. So I'm back. Yes, you're okay. back. Um, Therese, what was the circus like? <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Okay. <laughs> Do not be fooled. I'm not. Okay. Tataka's not as powerful as he thinks. I just want to give you what you want, Therese. What do you want? I'm here to listen. What I want, you couldn't give me. Because anything you give me, I couldn't trust. What is it that you want? Nothing. I understand why you don't trust me. But much like I did for Birdcough, all I want to impart is happiness. What I want is for you to not have destroyed several other realms, for us to not have killed that god that gave you this power. I haven't destroyed any realms. I have only created realms. You had slaves chained out front of your castle. That... From realms which you destroyed. That is a little bit more complicated than the story that they are presenting. We have time. (laughs) You do have time. We're not going anywhere. (laughs) It is too bad the prisoners aren't here. After I gained this power, those prisoners, they were the first worlds that I visited. I was so intent on creating as many realities as it took to make as many people happy as possible. They resisted me. They resisted my noble cause to give everybody a perfect world and in anger rather than use my power for good I lashed out at them 
and I did wreak havoc. But I have restored their worlds, and they are much happier without those individuals within it. You're trying to tell us that the whole realm of ring people don't miss rings? (laughs) (laughs) It is too bad that you cannot understand rings in his own language. (laughs) (laughs) He is a very coarse and cruel individual. No, he is nice. (laughs) I admire your ability to see the good in people. Well, okay, first of all, surely you know Ramos is bad. You know he's bad. Ramos is also the creation of your comrades, unfortunately. No, he is not. He is. Why would you make this? (laughs) (laughs) We didn't do it on purpose. (laughs) We thought we were doing the right thing. But Ramos has been a test for me. You see, Ramos, much like myself gained power by your adventures and that power corrupted him I wanted to test my own morality and give him a world where he could be as evil and ruthless as he wanted and so he has done terrible things enslaved many people, manipulated entire races and held them under an iron grip but it is what he wanted So what kind of, you seem to think that you are this good and righteous and noble figure, and yet you just give people whatever they want, whether it's good or bad, and you don't care? Before any of this, I was a scholar. I want to do the right thing, but I also understand that sometimes it takes work and time and pain to see what the good thing is. See, that's the thing. I agree with you on this point. And because if you, if you let a person live in this world where they give, they'll have everything they want, that's not a life. You're taking their life away from them. But, oh holy villain. Yes? If there's a world as real as this one, where all of the rules of nature are at play, and people have total free will, but they're just given a better opportunity at a happier life, how is that not just? Oh, it's because, it's because, like, if you, if you, <laughs> it's because like things have to be earned. They have to, bad things have to happen. <clears throat> balance. Yes, there is balance in life. Why must bad things happen? If we have the power to change them, haven't, hasn't your entire because, fight. Because it makes the rooted. good things good. The bad things make the good things good. <laughs> if you have only good, then the good isn't good. So you actually see a change in Tataka. Uh, <laughs> Not, not like a dramatic yeah. story change or whatever, but this entire time, 
especially after Birdcough went along with everything that Tataka wanted. He's been very calm. He's been very... Oh, uh, he didn't incite that rage. Yeah, he's yeah. been very <laughs> soothing. And uh, you get the sense that Tataka believes that he is completely correct, and you see him, uh, his, his tiger teeth, he's just snarling, and you hear a growl. And he goes, You who believe in the divine, I was given this power for a reason. And so I am the authority on how to use it. I will hear no squabbles from a man who can't even properly recall his own faith. <laughs> he looks back at Teresa and Pomper like, I, uh, <laughs> like he's exposed. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we didn't know. Really, we already guessed that. Cold um, <laughs> Therese, uh I want to point up at Tataka and I say, Tataka, you weren't given this power. You took it at best, or at worst, it just mistakenly arrived at your doorstep. You, you weren't given this for any reason. Nothing happens for any reason. You just happened upon this power, and now you think you have the right to use it. That's not true. You aren't some god. You aren't the arbiter of the truth. You're just a man who is doing what you think is right. That's what everybody does. You just have more power, and that's what you're using. You're no different from anyone else. No different from anyone else? I can make entire realities. I would argue that is much different. You have more whatever, power. Whatever pitiful things you have seen. You Every, have more power, yes. I have been on quite a journey. You've seen me interact with so many cultures. All of them believe in a higher power. All of them cling to divine. They cling to me. They respond to me. I can give them what they want. And I could give all of you what you want if only you say the words. Tataka, I have a question. Since you inherited the power of the god of Pomper and my realm, certainly there are others with powers such as your own, have you seen them? Have you met them? I have never met anyone with a fraction of my strength. Ugh. <laughs> Such a crazy idea. What are you thinking, Chris? <laughs> um, <laughs> I need Say to, it out loud for us. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us the to, plan. I need to look at, at how insane this is and if because i still have foresight so i need to see if it would count because if i fail the roll it is devastating <laughs> um obviously you know tataka is not aware of you looking in the book yeah, yeah uh so he speaks to pomper and he says yeah pomper would you like to see what i can provide so conflicted pomper don't <laughs> Pumpa, don't show me. <laughs> Pumpa, no! <laughs> I just want to see, Villiant. I just want to see. All right. <clears throat> so, <laughs> a scene washes over you, 
Um, but it's completely dark. However, you can the the ground beneath you feels wet and a little damp, and you hear dripping in the background. And you can tell that your whole body feels different than what it was. And much like Therese, the way Therese moved through uh, her first vision, you realize that you're in a cave. And you exit the cave, and you're on a beach. And you see a glorious sight. (laughs) You see everyone you've ever cared about. You see your parents... You see Moof, you see Potbelly, you see Law, you see Dread. They're all back, but... Old Benjamin? Sure, Old Benjamin. Both the, gold boys? All the Both sailors, gold boys. All yeah. the gold <laughs> boys. <laughs> There's a lot of people. It's like a, it's like a party. Man. Yeah. Sweet, Sweet man. man. But he looks well. happy and not evil now. And you notice that uh, <laughs> you are in your dragonborn form. Mm. And not only that... Dragons are flying overhead. Whoa. What color? Red dragons. <laughs> Whoa. And they land, and it looks like everybody is happy to see the dragons. Um, however, something feels off. Um, all of the people look as you would expect and act like you would expect, like down to the most perfect detail. But the dragons definitely seem different, like like an approximation of the red dragons, rather than the, what what you have seen. Like they're animating incorrectly. Yeah. Well, no, not, they not just quite look that jarring. Wrong. Not. It, it's it's not like super obvious. It would it takes like three takes. You're like, wait a minute, like that that you know facial structure isn't quite right, or that that wing looks like a little bit weirder yeah. than it should. Your joy is wearing off. Uh, yeah, something, something is just a little bit weird with the dragons, but they look very happy, and people are living in peace. And uh, the scene dissipates. <gasps> Papa! Papa! You've <laughs> <laughs> been shouting um, the entire time. Papa! <laughs> I want to spit. <laughs> on Tataka. Spit oh, check. God. Spit check. We're pretty far, dude. Sp- what toe? I'm going for the big toe. <laughs> Which big toe? His his right okay. big toe. All right. Okay. Can I have you make a spit check? Yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. 15. 16. 16. So. Spit connects. A very sizable wad of spit flies out of your, your human mouth. And it just goes in a glorious arc toward the big right toe of Tataka. But he lifts up his finger, and the spit stays frozen in the air. <laughs> Damn it. It's all lies. My parents wouldn't want me to do that. Do what? Disgrace their memory like that. I was living in them with peace. Disgracing. Because they're gone. I can bring them back. It wouldn't be them. Well, while you're having this discussion, I quickly say into you and Villian's heads, I say, Do you have restorative, great restorative spells? I can't use magic because I rest move. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Spitting on the final boss with no magic. <laughs> um. I have HP spells, but not like 
Do you have greater restoration? No, I have Revify. So if you die immediately, I can bring you back. Mm, doesn't matter. Okay. Before... <laughs> Dude, I think I have it, but I can't Before... Uh, okay, sorry. This isn't Tataka's voice. Before any of you make a decision, I want to show all of you what you could have. Well, while he's doing this, yeah, I am going to silently start mum- mumbling to myself because there's a verbal component. I'm going to cast Contact Other Plane, mm-hmm. um, okay. which... Uh, is on page 226. You mentally contact a demigod, the spirit of a long-dead sage, or some other mysterious entity from another plane. Contacting this extra-planar intelligence can strain or even break your mind. <laughs> when you cast this spell, make a DC 15 intelligence saving throw. I still have advantage on all saving throws because of foresight. On a failure, you take 6d6 damage and are insane until you finish a long rest. While insane, you can't take actions, can't understand what other creatures say, can't read, and and can speak only in gibberish. A greater restoration spell cast on you ends this effect. On a successful save, you can ask the entity up to five questions. You must ask your questions before the spell ends, which is one minute. Um, The DM answers each question with one word, such as yes, no, maybe, never, irrelevant, or unclear. Okay. Uh, and if a one-word answer would be misleading, you can use a short phrase. Brilliant. So this is going to take a minute. Yeah. Um, so that will give Tataka enough time to show... Uh, Should I roll... Mm, not yet. When the minute is over, I guess? Yeah. Not not yet. Just is the spit still in the air? Yes. <laughs> still in the air. Uh, Villian closes his eyes. Okay. Uh, Tataka- I won't look! Tataka, um... <laughs> Stay strong, Villian. Tataka says, <laughs> What I thought you wanted, Villian, is much different than what I think you're being honest with yourself about. I think I was able to piece it together. I won't look. <laughs> Mark the covenant. Yeah. Keep your eyes shut. <laughs> then I will pry open your eyes. Try. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> talking to a mountain. You're talking to a mountain. Your can, fingers are too big. Can I have you make a um, a strength check? Sure. Uh, that is pretty good. That's um twenty one. Okay, so you pass. Black Black baby. All right, so you still you don't see what yeah, happens, but I can hear and smell. You, st- you can hear and smell. Okay, so you can. You feel you feel you feel like some force is trying to pry them open, yeah, yeah. but you are able to keep your eyes closed. So you will only open them if you choose to open them. Absurd. I love it. You are clearly on some sort of soft surface, like like carpet mm-hmm. and the distance you can hear some faint beautiful music playing and you 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 smell like you're in some sort of grand library you can just smell the parchment and the fresh ink and before you come back in you hear one very distinct noise and you can tell that you are back with the taka <laughs> is it okay to it, papa can i open my eyes now yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Would you like to make your uh, intelligence check? So sorry. What are the stakes here? What are, what's the actual roles? So, like it's an intelligence check. I have to check beat fifteen. The, yeah. Okay. Uh, but I have advantage because of foresight. Nice. Got it. Um, but my intelligence is just a plus one. Uh, oh. Yeah. I wish it was. <laughs> Wait. Oh. I wish it was charisma. <laughs> so I think we're looking at like fifty fifty here. Then if you're if you're rolling twice. Yeah. Fifteen though is hard. Tough, yeah, and you're rolling twice, yeah. Oh, and I'll go like completely insane. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it would be funny. Well, it would be funny. I mean, I don't see a way out other than seeing if the god that gave dude, me this it's, shit it's game, dude. Tell yeah, a big place. You're in end game now. Okay, that's really bad. What was it? Three. Okay. <laughs> Do you have no points of inspiration? No. Well, you have one? No, I don't no, have any. No. Oh. Well, Teresa's can I inside. gift mine? Yes. I gift my point of inspiration to so that's you. That's safe. That just means you get one <laughs> more. I get one not, more. Not okay. two more. All right, yeah, all right. yeah. All right, here we go. This dies. <laughs> Does anyone curse. else have a point of inspiration? Uh, I'm gone, dude. You're playing. I'm playing. I hate this spell. Every time I cast it, I fail. Oh, All right, so damn. you take 66 oh psychic damage. 6d6. Yeah. Yeah. I admire that. Big play, dude. And are yeah, insane until it. you finish a long rest. Four hours. Yeah. yeah I can't do magic for <laughs> a long rest. Uh, okay, that's three. We're nerfed. Draconian quest. Uh, no magic. Plus six is nine. Uh, nine plus four is 13. Okay, yeah, not bad. Not bad. So, what's 26 minus 13? 13. Math uh, wizard. When insane, you can't take actions, can't understand what other creatures say, can't read, and speak only in gibberish. A greater restoration spell on you ends the effect. Out of slots. Uh, yeah, I just start Ten. like crying and mumbling to myself, and like I lay down on the ground. <laughs> oh my god! It seems. Therese is not as powerful what as have you done What did you do? What have you done to her? What did you do? What have you done? Whatever I say, you won't believe me, but this is in self-afflicted wound. I, I believe you. <laughs> so funny. Ah, well, I should have gone into a demi-plane first. I believe you. Oh. <laughs> Well, it seems your friend is out of commission. Perhaps I will just whisk her away to what I deem most suitable. Don't no. you touch her. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stop. Come on, Kyle, do some spell. I refuse. Pomper. Your gift. Villiand. Yes. I know in your hearts that you want to fight for what you believe is right. Yes. Why resist me? We can work together to make a better world for everyone. No, this is the world we were given. We must make this world better. You want a world where your friend, Potbelly, will be plagued by the memory of his people eating little girls. I, that's the thing. I can cure them. We can, they can have a better future. But Pot you can't erase the pain. You can no, you can Every can't. day, Potbelly does better. 
every day that goes on. <laughs> it's a little better. <laughs> Bring Therese back. Things are going so poorly. Help it won't end well help, for you. Help Therese. Whoa, dude. What will you do if I restore Therese to her sanity? Answer me truthfully. We'll leave peacefully. Such a bluff, dude. I love it. Are you lying? (laughs) 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 I mean, clearly, clearly we're not going to come to an agreement. Clearly we are outmatched. Perhaps you could kill us with a snap of your fingers. But, yes, I think we should leave. (laughs) Thank you for your offers. We'll come back another time. Yeah, we need time to think it over. (laughs) Unfortunately, I do have some... poor news. I want to... make all of my children happy. And if you leave... the restraint that I've put on Ramos will be unleashed. He will hunt you. (laughs) 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 Um, Hold on a second. Give me just one second. There's something I need to check. Big plays. Dude, I want to see fame versus Ramos. Hunters. (laughs) She just pops in. (laughs) (laughs) Wish for fame. Not before I'm done. Nicator's still around. Yep. Yeah, just in this different reality. Backstab. Yep. Got him. Got him, lads. We got him. Okay, alright. Um so I've been following you the whole time. I uh Tataka is going to cast a spell. Oh no. Giga slash. No. I'm nervous. (laughs) He is going to cast Detect Thoughts on Pomper. Whoa! Can't bluff your way out of this one. For the duration, you can read the thought of certain creatures. When you cast the spell as your action, on each turn until the spell ends, you can focus your mind on any one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. If the creature you chose has an intelligence of three or lower, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you initially learn the surface thoughts of the creature. Um, and so you are going to need to make a save against this. Three rolls. <laughs> My die is cursed. I only roll threes. Yeah, you rolled the cursed die. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Okay, so, so the, he wants to probe deeper. And so you are going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. No. Nah. That was a, wasn't that one. <laughs> that was you? No, 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 no I was no, just no. testing my other no, die. No, no. Yeah, get that die away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Will you make a spell wisdom saving throw against a spell save DC? So my spell save DC. No, no, no. You, you just no, no. You just make a wisdom saving throw. So add your oh, wisdom okay. saving throw bonus to the roll. Got it. So it's a nine. Okay. Plus three. So okay. twelve. Okay. <laughs> so if the wisdom saving throw fails, 
Tataka gains insight into your reasoning, your emotional state, and something that looms large in its mind. This could be good. This could be good for us. Okay. All right. Let's hope you're not lying for the first time ever. Either <laughs> way, the target knows that you are probing its mind, so you know that Tataka is probing your mind. Okay. Whoa. Get out! And unless you shift yeah. your attention to another creature's thoughts, the creature can use his action on its turn to make an intelligence check contested by your intelligence check. Ooh. So you can try to resist him. Questions verbally directed at the target creature nap- naturally shape the course of its thoughts, so the spell is particularly effective as part of an interrogation. You can use this spell to detect the presence of thinking creatures you can't see. When you cast the spell, or as your action during the duration, you can search for thoughts within 30 feet of you. The spell can penetrate barriers, uh, but two feet of rock, two inches of any metal other than land. Once you detect the presence of a creature this way, you can read its thoughts for the rest of the duration, as described above. I've got thought shield. If you want to ask me a question... It lasts for a minute. Okay. If you want to ask me a question, you don't need to probe around in my mind, sicko. <laughs> so he's he's directing this at your sicko. thoughts? Yeah. Pumpo, what's and happening? And it's reasoning? So he's like, in my mind. Get uh, out of his mind! <laughs> he, he, what he wants to know <laughs> is if he lets you go, if you will truthfully leave in a peaceful manner. At this moment, yes. Do you and you don't resist this? Resist him searching probing for, that? Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. I'm we're gone. Okay. But so, it, but my long game is that we're gone and we're gonna like regroup and figure it out, get more allies. Because okay. we can't take this guy down. We gotta go back to the church. Yeah, that's the long game. Gotta but in the imme- in the immediate I'm I'm gone. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, so without saying anything, because again, he was just interrogating you. I hope we used that spell correctly. Seems like Uh, it. The door behind you opens. And Tataka says, Go. Seek whatever truth you want. Hey, how do we we get out of the room that we popped up into? (laughs) And this entire reality. When you leave, mm. you will be in a very familiar place. Uh, I scoop up. Da, da, curious. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Easy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, Violent. This isn't over. This is not over. We shall return. When Pomper so, picks Teresa up, she doesn't want to be touched, so she's just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> okay, Teresa, Teresa, come on. <laughs> Get it together. All right, so you, we'll start, you start moving out the door. Yeah. Um, Pomper and Villian, can I have both of you make a perception check, please? <gasps> is the spit still in the air? <laughs> I don't know, is that thing a concentration spell? What <laughs> did you? What was your perception check, Pomper? Uh, just checking. keep the book open. 11... Plus three. Fourteen. Okay. Nineteen. Okay. Uh You notice, as quietly as you can, uh, as you approach the door, Tataka says, What? How did that happen? And you notice that the spit is no longer in the air. <laughs> <laughs> that it Close broke toe. through. Oh, and touched his toe? Yes. Ooh. Ew. I look back and I wink at him. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> 
Zero fear. Sending a message. Do we've you, killed. We've killed gods, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you leave through the door? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Teresa's just screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you go through, <laughs> you are back at Potbelly's campsite. Oh. He is there. Oh. With Palvin. Damn. With rings. Whoa. With the tree creature, who has all of the bubbles returned to him. Whoa. With Kata. And they are all sitting on logs around a campfire. And it is nighttime. Friends! Hold. Potbelly runs up to you, both of you, and embraces yes. both of you. Potbelly, how did you get here? How did he get here? Oh. Oh. Find out next time on Tabletop Escapades. Do you trust anything? <laughs> <laughs>